Super Talk Mississippi media production. Now, back to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, wonderful conversation with Adele Lyons. She's such a friend to the show, such a good leader. And, um, you know, congratulations to the leadership Gulf Coast people who just graduated yesterday. Okay, so uh, now we're going to turn the chapter to Paige Roberts, who's the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce. And she's on the road somewhere you know, in Indiana. So uh, thanks for joining <laughs> yes. us under those con- those uh, conditions, Paige. Well, of course. Um, you know, life goes on. I am here for a family funeral. I am headed up uh, to my hometown of Elkhart, Indiana, near the Michigan line. Um, and it's... Uh, you know, life is for the living and we have to do the best that we can to go through the rites of passage when uh, a loved one dies uh, during this pandemic. Um, and and so it was an interesting experience flying from New Orleans to Charlotte and then into Indianapolis yesterday. Well, g- God bless you and your family. Um, well, thank so, you. Yeah, how, t- tell me about your experience. You're flying. Well, you know, it was actually pretty good. Um, everyone was wearing masks. Nine, 95% of the people in the airport were wearing them. Everyone has to wear them while the plane is going, you know, in the air. Um, and there's sanitizer everywhere, and they're not serving uh, food on the plane. So I I felt mostly okay. Um yeah. In, in my mask and with my sanitizer. So it, it, but it was more crowded in the Charlotte airport and on the planes than I was expecting. So that, that was a little different, but the, but the masks were all on. So that was comforting. Well, that's, that's good to hear. That's really good to hear. Adele and I talked about this at the, at the beginning of today's show that, We've we've got to continue to encourage people as tired as they may be hearing it, that the pandemic has not gone away and that the numbers are going up and the tools at our disposal, we have to use them. Uh, I bet you're talking about that every day in, in your day to day life. Well, it's just it's it's a constant uh, decision making uh position where you just find yourself is is this what should i be doing here in this environment what is okay to be doing in this other environment because the our environments change by how many people were around and and what's going on so uh yeah i i think that we're seeing a surge this summer that was a little earlier than some health professionals expected, but we need to respect it for sure. Well, I've talked to, you know, Dr. Nicholas Condor from, from Memorial, talked to, um, you know, leaders from um, Lee Bond, of course, from Singer River, and then uh, yeah. Ken Nico from Memorial. And, uh, you know, they, ex- they, they all three expected to see an uptick with the o- reopening of the economy. It's just natural. More people are out there doing what's happening. But what they don't want to see, they don't want to see an, uh, a continued uptick just related to people not practicing, wearing a face mask, social distancing. And they're especially concerned about the vulnerable because, you know, one of the, the, the largest growing segment of COVID cases today are, are mostly in young people. And yeah, you know, when I'm young seeing. people get it, 
they they go home and they're with a grandmother or someone with some pre-existing condition and that's a problem and we just got to keep people being vigilant about about protecting yourself and protecting the people around you and if we continue to do that i think we're going to We'll, we'll be able to continue to have uh, you know a, an open economy. If our numbers get too significant, whereas the ICU and the hospitals start to get stressed again, we might have to you know it could trigger moving back a phase. And man, let's hope that doesn't happen. Well, and I think too what you mentioned before, we do have pandemic fatigue. We we have fatigue, and it's caused people to go to an all or nothing. Uh, position on this when the reality is the the pandemic is not going away. I, I believe we're going to be uh, surrounded by the possibility of contracting the coronavirus well, well throughout this calendar year and into the next and that we uh, need to find uh, a, an ability to coexist with it without being in um, great danger. Right, I agree with you. I think we're gonna we're gonna be in that position for for a while, and uh, people just need to to just continue to pay attention. You know, Doctor Conger said, when you're indoors, uh, obviously when you're not at your house, but when you're indoors, you really got to wear a mask. You, I mean, this is I mean, just we just know that. And the other thing, you know, the other thing that that uh, Lee Bond talked about, which I think is really important, that the that the one of the fastest growing segments are family members. So what happens is they go out and they practice social distancing and they wear a face mask. But when they come home, they feel safe. Well, if you have a family of five, you don't know where each member has been or who they've been in contact with. But suddenly they're hugging and they're not practicing social distancing. So, you, you know, have entire families that are coming down with COVID. So we just got to pay attention. And uh, I, I know that South Mississippians will, will rise to the occasion as these numbers continue to tick up and do what they need to do to make sure that we're a safe place to, to you know, live in and a safe place to visit for those who are coming from outside this area. Um, Paige, so yes. uh, how, how are things at the chamber these days? Uh, well, they, you know, <laughs> we're trying to make decisions about events. I mean, back on the same topic about what chambers are event oriented and we have come up with a way to still have our anchor awards where we uh, recognize and celebrate small businesses, but it's going to be much smaller. It's usually 300 people packed into Pelican Landing in Moss Point, and it's going to be 80 or fewer. So we're, we've had, you know, and spread out at uh, fewer people at more tables and the whole way that that's going to look as has had to change. Um, and then uh, leadership Jackson County uh, goes for the calendar year. And we had a session yesterday. Um, and so we're just we're trying to make good decisions uh, with uh, everyone's safety and well-being in mind, while also uh respecting needing to move forward that that we can't all just as you mentioned um completely isolate and allow life to stop yeah so it's uh, i know that's got to be super concerning and you you want to make the right decisions and so you guys are beginning to sort of understand how each of these things might play out in this new world 
Well, right. And then while also looking at, quite frankly, the budget that has revenue built into it from events that just isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, working through those decisions as well. Um, but at the same time, we're, we're very uh, tuned into what's going on uh, socially in this country and policy-wise right now in this state. And even though, like I said, I got on a plane in New Orleans yesterday at noon, I have been working very closely with Adele Lyons and several of our coast legislators in Jackson to make sure that we get a flag that can be embraced by this entire state. And um I'm just working as hard as I can to make sure that that happens. Yeah, Adele and I talked about that as well. And essentially, where we are is uh, with when you when you look at the moment we have in this state, this really unique moment to 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 create a flag that is that will bring us together and not divide us, and not send this oppressive message not only internally but externally. Um, when you look at that within the context of what's happening nationally, this is the this is the time to do this. And you know, I said, oh, I mean, to me, it's no an easy question. decision when you think about it within the context right. of mankind and economics. It's easy. I understand there's history affected, and we need to put it in its place historically. But the reality is, this is the moment. We have to do this now. Well, and just yesterday, I was sitting uh, by a woman on the airplane while I was um, having a conversation with somebody on the phone about this issue. And when I got off, she and I were talking and she just was like, I don't get why this why Mississippi still has that symbol. And, And it is true, Ricky, the country has shifted in a way Uh, that it is never returning, I believe, to embrace that Confederate symbol again. And should we not change our flag, this state will be shunned in a way that we have never experienced in the past. Yeah, I have said that. uh, Now, the moment in our history is we have the chance to control our own destiny. What's going to happen, though, if they fail to get this done? We've been treated somewhat fairly by the national media because they've been their attention has been elsewhere. But once the word travels that we have failed to do this in the way that we could have done it, then, buddy, strap on your seatbelts. It's going to be really, really rough for our state going forward. And I pray, I tell you, I can't tell you how, how much I hope that that doesn't happen. So, hey, why don't we do this, Paige? Paige is uh, uh, at a family funeral. God bless her. She's actually on the side of the road in uh, Indiana as we speak. It was such a dedicated leader in this community. But we'll come back to Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber of Commerce after this break. also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. A Super Talk Mississippi media production. 